Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. The Mixed Mornings and More podcast with Steph and Sean. Now available daily. Good morning, world. Hey, good morning. Happy Thursday. It is March. We are in the second day of March. The year is 2023. And would you look at that 530 on the dot? We got another raise. Woo-woo. Yeah. <laughs> love that. Absolutely love that. And Merry Christmas to you as well. It's a winter wonderland out there. It is a total snow globe. That was a perfect way to describe it, a snow globe. That's what it looks like when you shake it up. It's like yeah. the chunky kind of snow, hey? It is. It is. When's it supposed to stop? Or is it supposed to go all day? I think it's supposed to go all day. All day. What are we? Let's see. What does it have? I have it refreshed in front of me here. Uh, it doesn't give a centimeter count. So, anyways, it's gonna be snowing all day. My morning consisted of walking to work, forgetting my keys, walking back no. home, <laughs> <laughs> and then walking back to work instantly to McDonald's to get a large coffee, extra large, to try and wake up. And oh. it was it was snowing all throughout the morning when I walked to work as well. I'm sorry for your luck, Sean. I hope your day gets better. Just say it with me. Not today, Thursday, not today. Not today, Thursday, not today. <laughs> the calendar clicked over to March yesterday and something clicked in my brain. Ah, it must be spring. Yeah, really? Yeah. Here? Yeah, I know, I know. Looking out the window, it didn't feel like that. But if you just looked a little higher out the window and skipped over the snow-covered ground, the sun was shining mm. so brightly Okay. that I thought... I'm following along, closing my eyes here. Yeah, it's barbecue season. It's barbecue. <laughs> you are making leaps and bounds here. This is hilarious. I know, I know. And I, I considered, after really deleting the snow from my purview, <laughs> that perhaps I should fire up the barbecue yesterday. Oh. But then I looked down a little further and oh. remembered it's very much covered in snow. But I did pull some Smokies out of the freezer and cook them in the oven. Okay. Yeah. I needed it. I, it just felt like March... <laughs> Is the first barbecue of, of the season, and I was going to have it on March 1st. Yeah, fair enough. There are those people that, like, year-round will constantly shovel around their barbecue and always make it accessible in a big a big fount, a pis, a fist pound. <laughs> Ooh, that was close. <laughs> to you for barbecue and all year round. Can we come for dinner, please? <laughs> Emergency alert, eh? Oh my goodness, so many emergency alerts. I feel like this is what everyone's going to be talking about today. It's like, where were you? What were you doing? How did it go down for you? I was napping. I thought I was getting a phone call. Then I thought I was getting attacked over and over again. I was very curious to hear how it sounded on the radio. Uh, I wasn't listening at the time. Also laying down, doing things not associated with anything audio related. A lot of quietness. And so it ha- quietness. Yeah, it happened during Lita's show. So I went and we can listen to this audio. This is uh, right around one fifty-five. Okay. Even after all this time. Lita on Mix one hundred three point seven. Well, good to know that our hearts are still working after we had a couple emergency alert tests. There, thought it was only going to be the one, but better to be extra safe, I guess. <laughs> Not only did those alerts come through the radio, the TV, but our phones as well. And if like me, you have the Alertable app, the Alberta Emergency. 
Oh no! And then she just gets cut off. The alert overpowered her micro. Like it must have. I don't know how it, the logistics of it all works, but she it, the alert just cut in and cut her off and just <laughs> took over. For, I think that was when I checked online on on like our online audio database. Yeah. Uh, I think that was the third time it played. So I think at one fifty five it played and then again and then this was kind of around. Uh, maybe into the two o'clock hour yeah, sometime. Yeah, well, it just kept going for minutes <laughs> on minutes, and you're like, is it done yet? No! Yeah, yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> but we're safe now, I think. I think. I think. <laughs> Sean Kreitz, morning show host, news reporter, <laughs> and now fashion icon. Fashion I'm adding a title. icon? What is giving you this title, and who is giving it to you, really? Well, let me tell you. I have been rocking these uh, Croc-style shoes, but they are Adidas, and they look like the classic white Adidas shoe with the black stripes on the side, the three stripes, mm-hmm. uh, except it's all in Croc-style. They're, the, they're the rubber form. There's no sport mode on them because they're always in sport mode because it's Adidas, <laughs> and uh, they're just very fashionable. And I will say, after doing Fort McMurray Matters, uh, I want to say for the I've been using these as my indoor shoes here at work. Ever since winter started. And I want to say for the last two months, having people in studio, I have just been inundated <laughs> with so many compliments asking about the shoes. Where did I get them? How much do they cost? And people just wanting to wear them. Wow. Okay, fashion icon. Do you share your secret of where you got them? I do. You do? You tell them you got them from the bargain bin? Outlet Mall. Yeah. Okay. The okay. Outlet Mall down in Edmonton. They're like 60% off. It was an absolute steal. And then sometimes when I post photos of like myself with people I've interviewed or just photos of us here at the station and you can see the Crocs in the photos, I'll have people DM me being like, A, what are those? B, where can I get them? Wow. Everybody likes these. It's interesting that they ended up at the Outlet Mall, which is usually where things that people don't buy end up. But I guess if they're 60% off. Maybe no one else had the courage to buy them and wear them because they are different. (laughs) I will say they are very different, but leave it up to me for a good deal and a good time and I'll tackle that bad boy. And now I can't recommend them more highly. I I love them. Yeah, you got some followers too. Everybody wants them. Watch out for my next fashion choice here because (laughs) uh, you'll want to hop on that early. It's going to be a hot thing. Oh my gosh. Got to check out a mainstay thing that happens every year in our community last night, and that is winter play. Very fun. What'd you all get up to? What events did you take in? I know they have a couple there. Yeah, so I did take a walk down the um, the Snye walkway and look at all of the beautiful ice sculptures. Right, yes. And then I also booked a rink and got to skate for 45 minutes on this rink with my friends. You bring your own wood, build a fire on the ice. It's really, really cool. And how was the ice conditions out there? I know the weather's actually been like kind of cooperating a little bit. Yes, yeah. So this is the third year that we've done this. And usually there's some puddles on the ice because it's such a weird warm thaw in the middle of the yeah. winter. Um, but this year it's been chilly. And of course they bring the Zamboni out. So the ice is like oh, cool. the best outdoor rink you're ever going to skate on. And the fact that you like paddle there in the summer, fish <laughs> there in the summer, and then you're getting to skate in the area yeah. where you're usually 
you know, it's it's open water. It's just such a cool moment, I think. Mm-hmm. How many rinks did they have open, uh, roughly? Was it, I forget how much. I went last year, but I haven't gone this year yet. Yeah, I think there's like eight. Yeah, I remember them. there's just being like a lot of uh, kind of rinks that they cleared out there. Such a cool event. It really is. And you can actually, there's still time. You can book them. Um, it's open until March 5th, which is Sunday. And they have dog sled rides. They have horse-drawn wagon rides. Um, they've got I see a tent. snack schedule here. I'm on the website. <laughs> The kitchen is open daily, 12 to 7. Ginger's Bannock, March 2nd to the 5th. So today until the 5th, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. And then, yeah, I think those are the two that are going strong. Fireworks are going on March 4th. Uh, the website, they have, there's plenty of details of just like a, a map of what you can do out there. Such a cool free event that it we have. It really is. So don't miss out because March 5th, it all closes down and it doesn't start back up again until next winter. Yeah. Like, take it in. That Let that be the last thing you do until the spring <laughs> spring weather arrives. Please come on Monday. We'll take plus 20 and sunny, please. <laughs> Sean, we all know that you love to sleep a ton. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you were going to guess how many hours a day you sleep, what would you say? Uh, seven, maybe. Seven? Five at night, two-ish during the day. Jeepers, I always think it's way more. You talk so much about sleep, I assumed you must sleep for 12 it's hours a day. It's the 3 a.m. alarm. Right. Like, okay. if I go to bed at 10, that's five hours. Wow. I always make fun of you for going to bed early. Now I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, an hour and a half nap during the day. Hour and a half, two hours during the day. Well, I do have some good news for you, <laughs> even if it's only seven hours a day. <laughs> Apparently... of all deaths can be partially attributed to being tired and bad sleep habits. All right. But if you get the recommended seven to eight hours a day, men can prolong their life by 4.5 years. Wow. And women by 2.4. Thriving over here. I will say on the weekends, it's a lot more. Oh, I get deep sleeps on the weekend. I'm talking like 10 plus hours on the weekend, like two naps on the weekend. (laughs) Two naps. Two naps a day on the weekend. Well, there you go. Okay. You just keep doing that. I mean, you might sleep through those 4.7 extra years of life. Does it say if you oversleep, you then start to lose years? (laughs) They haven't done a study for that. I don't know where they would find the people. Am I just like outweighing it? It's like, all right, I'm getting good, but I'm getting bad. Yeah, you might. You might be. But you could reach out to them and let them know that you you would be keen to study this. Yeah, please let me sleep for 10 hours a day. I've recently stumbled across an article breaking down three ways you can somehow remember someone's name that maybe you've met before, but you've forgotten. Steph. Oh, help us, please. Yeah, so I think we'll start with number one. It's the old school way. I think this has been done for decades upon decades. It's the, if you have a significant other, get them to introduce to the person you're meeting because maybe they haven't met before. Yeah, you're like, hey, can you can you say, hey, I we haven't met before, I'm Sky, for instance, my husband. And then the person hopefully would reply back, oh, yeah, I'm Sean. Yes. And then that way you don't have the awkwardness of being like, wow, I've met you 700 times and I still don't remember your name. And I also feel like as a social construct, like even if you notice that that's happening, just help them out. Like I always will reply (laughs) and I'm still Steph because I'm just like, what if you forgot my name? It's fine. I'll just say it as well so that we're all on the same page here. We've said our names again. Yes. and, And we can help. The other out. Help me help you. That type of thing. If it's not a significant other, maybe it's a new friend that you're with. That involves a group setting right there where you're not all alone. Mm -hmm. A a new way that has been brought about, it's a little more dangerous. It's a little more risky. You just ask the person 
oh, how do you spell that? How do you spell your name? <laughs> now, this this is risky in the sense of if you don't know their name and it's just simple like Ben or Pat or whatever. I've heard that happen before. In fact, it's happened to me. And then I've said, I meant your last name. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. It's a workaround. Yeah, so long as our last name isn't like home. <laughs> My name is Ben Home. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so that is, that's like the middle ground, a little more risky. But I think this new age way, this last way that I've stumbled upon is something very neat. And it's asking for their social handle. Just being like, oh, are you on socials? What's your Instagram handle? Because oh. usually a first name will be a part of a social handle. Very true. That is really smart. Now, if somebody asked you what your social handle is, you'd have to be like, John. John. Yeah, it's a lot of <laughs> S's and H's and A's and W's. And I keep on trying. I message the people with the OG S-H-A-W-N handles. I'm just like, hey, you've done using this yet? Can I have it? But to no avail. So in the meantime, it's just Sean with a bunch of... (laughs) I got a very interesting email to uh, the news side of my email, Steph. And now I don't know if this is top secret or not, but I'm going to share it with our listeners. Please do. What's going on? Uh, McDonald's. So I think this might be a secret, but I'm spilling it. Starting (laughs) next Tuesday, March 7th. Uh huh. The the chicken Big Mac is going to be an official thing. Oh man, I thought you had bad news about our coffee stickers again or something. Oh <laughs> <laughs> no, they're, they're, they sent out a release essentially saying, "Hey, it's been on the secret menu for decades, but now it'll, for a limited time, you're going to be able to order the chicken Big Mac." Okay, can we talk about how this is going to go? Is yeah. it going to be two chicken patties instead of burgers? Beef patties. Yeah. Or is it going to be one beef, one chicken, and you're getting like a, an array of flavor? Or what if it's four patties, one chicken, two chicken, two beef? Is there usually four patties in a Big Mac? No, I'm just saying oh. there's chicken and beef. There's two of each. <laughs> Never ordered one myself. I don't know what happens. Yeah, that. let's see. Okay. I just read another paragraph here. Uh, just chicken okay. on this. So you don't have to worry about half beef or half seas or anything it's, it's all chicken but obviously it comes with a sesame seed bun and yeah, mac the, sauce correct the only difference is you're swapping the biff for the chicken and do you think it's going to be included in the three dollar big mac game day <gasps> deal i hope so because that is a staple for me <laughs> <laughs> on the line this morning we have michael gesso realtor with remax hey michael good morning how are you we are doing well. Really excited about our new partnership together where we're teaming up for Mix on a Mission. Yeah, I know. It's going to be super cool. Um, I can't wait. And I know that there's several several other agents in our office that are really excited about it as well. So it should be cool. Yeah, thanks for coming on board. So we're helping out the hub. They're moving all the way down to Shell Place. Uh, what made Remax want to get involved with this? Well, with Remax, like the forefront of our business model is always giving back to the community. And... As you guys know, you know, with any of the um, sort of nonprofits and uh, the charity work that's in Fort McMurray, you know, some some get a lot of money and some don't. And I think the hub is one of the ones that are sort of like the underdog. So when we realized that they needed help, um, you know, we knew that that was right up our alley. Um, it's it's sort of like houses, I guess. It's painting and putting furniture together. So um, we thought it would be great. 
Yeah, that does seem like the perfect partnership. And of course, the Hub does do so much in our community for families. You should definitely check out their long list of things that are available resources for you if you do have young children. Um, Michael, you said that Remax loves to get involved in the community and help out many charities. Can you tell us a little bit more about other things that Remax has taken part in? Uh, well, we do the Remax Golf Tournament every year um, in July, and we've been doing that for 15 years, and we've raised over $1.5 million now. Wow. And that money is going, goes back to Solary, to the Northern Lights Health Foundation, to, um, Saint, I believe, St. Aidan's, uh, United Way. So, like, there's, there's that where we, we do raise quite a bit of money and give out. And then there's, of course, you know, we do the food bank drives in the wintertime, and Pretty much whoever will call us will will lend a hand where we can. Um, you know, we we do try. So, well, it's really incredible that uh, the contributions back into the community that y'all do. Thank you so much. What do you have eyed up for the move here? Are you the muscle? Are you helping move things? Are you the painter? What What are you eyeing up? What kind of tasks? Uh, <laughs> I think I'll be happiest with. Um, the little Ikea man on the piece of paper telling me what to do. <laughs> yeah, very fair. And that's like, needed. Just put me in a corner and give me some boxes and I will try and put something together. It might fall apart next week. I don't know that I put babies on it, but no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We're going to be helping out the hub together twice in March, so make sure you watch our socials for that. And then Michael Jessel will join Sean next week on Fort McCrory Matters to chat a little bit more in depth about what going on more of those ikea boxes that's what we're going to go in depth about (laughs) (laughs) that'll be fun actually (laughs) the emergency alert yesterday afternoon was an alert (laughs) we were we were chatting about it yesterday saying hey it's coming and i was saying my phone never i got it i didn't i can't i couldn't remember if i ever got them but i always remembered they weren't loud on my phone and was it silent for you yesterday? It was. No way. All John. seven of them. All I got seven of them. All seven of them were silent. They were vibrating, but they were silent. Wow. Okay. So I also not only have the regular phone that works with the emergency alert, <laughs> but I also have the alertable app. Oh. I got 15. Oh. So it was like. That's gross. Oh, someone's calling me. Oh, no. It's the emergency alert. Put my phone down. I'm going to go back to sleep. I'm having my nap. No. Wee. Wee. And then I would almost get back to sleep. Like, okay. I. I've escaped the emergency. Was your phone loud? No, it was on silent and it just came through so loud. But multiple times I was like, oh, they must be done. Okay, back to sleep. Nope. Not done again, like 15 oh, you, times. You see, this is the beauty of Sasky. I, I, I still have a Sastel phone. It's the provider, one of the providers in Saskatchewan. So maybe that has to do with it. Someone messaged us yesterday and said, I have my phone on silent. I'm with Bell and it always goes off so loud no matter what. Who are you with? I'm with Fido. Oh, okay. Well, sucks to suck. That's what I got to say. <laughs> you know what, though? In an emergency, my phone's going to tell me, and yours is going to be like, hope you Sleepy feel this young text child. message. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was picturing, uh, you know, those dodo birds that go back and forth, uh, just wobble, and then like the, has a pointy nose, and it like, oh, goes down. yeah. I was picturing that. It was someone like left the machine alone and they're just like, all right, I have this to go off at 155 and it will touch the button. But then they didn't realize that it came back. Came back again, up and down. And again and again and again. <laughs> hey, at least we know it works, right? Yeah. Uh, you know I what guess we so. learned from this? 
We have Obi in the house, a.k.a. Christian Oberanker. He is our local firefighter and first responder who's taking part in Canada's Ultimate Challenge. It's an obstacle course across the country, and we've already heard a recap last week about Episode 1. Episode 2 aired last Thursday night, and so we got to hear a little bit about that. And then, Christian, I need to ask you about what we can expect tonight, what we should look out for. But first, let's dive into Episode 2. That hay bale race, oh my goodness, looked so intense that was very grinding that I think a lot of people don't understand how tough that was. Um, I'm used to pushing sleds as an offensive lineman and that's a different thing. That's a totally different beast. And I thought I could just grab this hail bay with one hand and kind of turn it and put in. No, no, <laughs> you're going to, you're going to tear a bicep doing that. But uh, eventually I had to body check this thing just to keep it on course. Like you can't control this thing. You can't, there's no steering wheel, right? Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, but yeah, just, seeing Zali uh faint that was uh that that sucked to see actually live uh I was finished at the time so I was kind of watching the rest of the teams coming in and uh when I saw that I kind of went into like paramedic mode and kind of I know they had medics on scene but uh I kind of just went just because it's kind of like our calling so it's like my job (laughs) um but she she ended up being all right she just kind of just shows how hard people were working that they worked to their point where they just passed out and um, it was a grueling event and it was a miserable day, <laughs> rainy, cold, but, uh, we showed up. So we're, we're top of the leaderboard right now, heading into, uh, episode three. And, um, I'm super impressed with my team and we're just putting our head down and working. We're not, we don't create drama. We're not doing any of that. We just go to work and it doesn't make for good TV, but you know what? <laughs> We're at the top of the leaderboard, so. <laughs> you know what, though? I mean, the show is good TV. It's so good to watch. And if you are not getting the spotlight because you're not being a jerk, I'm fully yeah. okay with yeah. it, having our local guy yeah. come out as the nice guy. I'm sure I'll slip up again <laughs> in the knots when I get my camera time. Like, oh, look at this guy, you know? Oh, but no, it, no. We'll still root for you, I promise. Yeah, it's, <laughs> but it's part of the game, right? You know, when you try to create a strategy in real time for five minutes and then you start watching these other teams and, like, it kind of gets in your head and, you know, leading first sometimes is like okay you think you got the right strategy and then you find out nope and that's this part of life right so that's the things that kind of got changed on the fly that you don't really see um strategies changed and sometimes it was an advantage going last so yeah yeah, super interesting. I mean, I was I really loved that hay bale race because I know they're just so heavy. But especially when you guys did say your strategy of we're going to skip the first gate. And then it was like, obviously, you can't steer it. You should skip all the gates so that you can yeah. get there faster. Because Yeah, maybe I'm just saying that we missed it on purpose or we just couldn't steer it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, I just thought like... Play, yeah, we're playing it off. No. <laughs> 20 uh, seconds isn't long enough to be trying to steer this thing through a gate. I was like, you go, you'll go, you get your 20 seconds by just yeah. getting to the end. But of course, I'm sitting on my couch with my Cheetos watching yeah. you yeah, work and like, so hard. It, it probably weighed a bit heavier from being saturated in rain. They tried to like protect them and keep them out of the rain, but they were, it was a slop fest for sure. Um, shoes, there was heavy grass. There was horse manure everywhere. So. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's true. It's true. We were... Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a the grueling one, but that was it was super fun and to be able to take the W and um, embrace my team and that's that's a cool moment. It's a cool. It's always fun to win. Everyone wants to win in life, and no one wants to lose. But uh, yeah, um, that's part of the game. You got your you got your good events, you got your poor events, and that's just life. So <laughs> <laughs> tell us a bit about the tandem challenge. That was a, t- a moment when you got to shine. Yeah, no. Um, 
that was cool. Vinny and I, um, we thought we would do really well. We just, I think our strategy coming into the water was a bit, um, wasn't as bad. Like, I think we tried to get into the boat a little bit earlier than we should have. Um, and I was under their impression that, you know, we couldn't walk up. I thought you had to keep coming in and out of the water, but I, that's just me not knowing the rules. Um, so uh, kudos to the teams that just were able to kind of save that those seconds. And unfortunately, we missed one, and that was uh, a blunder on all of us. Um, I obviously need to learn how to count, probably. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, that's it is what it is. And at the end of the day, the time penalty wouldn't have mattered. We would still finish um, in our placing. And But I was super impressed with Vinny because he's never done that. I don't really paddleboard either. Like we do boat rescues here, but that's that's engine power. That's yeah. not muscle power, and and it, you got to work as a team because one guy's steering, one guy's just the engine, and you got to work in unison. And the the Athabasca is uh, it's a fast moving current, so um, you know it was a bit scary because like it, the Athabasca is real, right? It you can get snagged, and um, so th there's that fear that you know you might get pulled under depending if you capsize or you fall over, right? So that was a that was a fun event, and it was it was cool to be able to com compete at two out of the three events in our home province of mm -hmm. Alberta. So Hinton's a beautiful place. And at one po moment, I thought we were actually going to go to Jasper for an event just based on the Whistler. We, you know, we were staying in Squamish and then we ended up in Whistler day one. Like yeah. we don't know where we're going. So I thought we ended up, we would end up in Jasper, but we stuck right in Hinton and it was, uh, it was a good showing for team origin. My coach is from Calgary. So it was uh, during the stampede when that was filming. So oh, wow. it's the first time he missed the stampede in, I think, forever. So that's why you see him wearing that, that cowboy hat <laughs> in, the, uh, in the team event. That's his, uh, him paying respect to the stampede. Wow. It's so crazy how long passes in between the filming and yeah. then the actual audience getting to see it. But it's so neat. Can you give us any snapshots or tidbits of something that happened behind the scenes that we didn't get in on? Uh, just... Yeah, like when we were killing time in Hinton, we ended up playing like almost like a full on like flag football game, like two hand touch. And uh, it was cool just being able to toss the football around with uh, a former NFLer. And it's a dream come true to me, right? Like I'm older than Luke, <laughs> but like, you know, as a football player that you, you, you just wanted to be in the, in the NFL, right? So just being able to talk to someone and, and hey, he's a true Canadian at heart. Like he's, he doesn't have this chip on his shoulder. He's not, he doesn't have an ego. He's there and he, he hypes you up. And, um, a lot of the bonding was out, was behind the scenes was like, you know, that that's the special moments that we take away. Um, as a, as a cast that we don't, you don't get to see on TV is the bonding that we do outside of the, the cameras. And, um, that, that's the prize in itself. Right. So minus the uh, trip to Paris. <laughs> and are you guys having an online watch party or something? Are you texting your castmates when it airs? Like, Oh, can you believe that they <laughs> made my face look like this or uh, anything I like think, that? No, like we, we kind of had this understanding that, um, it's out of our hands. So whatever is shown is, but we, we know what really happened and whatnot, but, uh, we, we're in constant communication. We have a group chat. Um, and it's obviously it's way more busy. I think I've probably have five missed messages right now in the last 10 seconds, <laughs> but we're so excited. We're, uh, we're just there to support each other. And, um, I, I gain a lot of good friendships out of this that, you know, I'm, I talk, I'm talking to some of the, the guys on a daily basis, Skyler, Cudley, uh, Cedar strand there, the, uh, Paralympian, like we're in constant communication and, um, we just, we just respect and love each other. So that's, that's, that's the, uh, 
the special moments that I take away from being on the crew and the cast and just the the whole journey itself, right? So it was cool to compete, but meeting these new people and complete strangers is the is the best part for sure. I'm really excited to continue watching your journey. It feels like I don't have any spoilers. I haven't seen episode three. It feels like Team Orange is on a, a good streak here, and we're going to be seeing a lot of them, eh? Oh, yeah. yeah. Don't tell me. Don't no, tell me. No, but uh, <laughs> in, uh, yeah, we traveled to the Yukon um, in episode three, and I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a history buff. That was my major in university, and I absolutely love the gold rush. So, like, being able to, like, go to an area that, like, was heavily involved in the gold rush was, like, super cool for me. And just to be able to walk around and like see some of the sites and stuff that that's really cool. And the team event is, uh, if you don't like heights, I, <laughs> yeah, a lot of the theme is heights I find in this, this challenge, <laughs> the show. So, um, basically we have to create a bridge across the Canyon. So, um, yeah, that's, was very intense when you're looking down, all you see is rushing water and you can't really focus on anything. So, but, uh, team orange is, we're here to stay and, we're uh, we're gonna come and compete every episode, so stay tuned for uh, the Yukon. You won't be disappointed. Perfect, and that is airing tonight on CBC on TV, and as well, you can check it on CBC Gem. And then Christian is going to come back in every week and give us a little recap of each episode and get us ready for the next one. Thank you so much, Obi, yeah. for joining us today. It's so fun. Yeah, I don't know if, uh, if any listeners and have questions, uh, reach out to my social media, and I, I'll be happy to answer them. Or where can we find you at? Uh, Chris Obi uh, 56 on Instagram. So that's C-H-R-I-S-O-B-I-E 56. All right. Yeah. Perfect. If you're looking to watch episode three of Canada's Ultimate Challenge, you can do it tonight at eight on CBC. I'll be watching too. So excited to see you represent Fort McMurray. And thanks for taking the time to come in this morning. Want more of today's show? Download the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. Now available every weekday.